Hey friends, welcome to the Planet Podcast, aligning you in your mindset, nutrition, and wellness. I'm your host, Melanie Barrett, a holistic nutritionist, life, and health coach that is obsessed with helping women to confidently believe and trust in themselves to create positive change in all avenues of life. When it comes to feeling overwhelmed, being crippled by anxiety, paralyzed by what foods to eat, and how the hell to live a balanced, healthy life, I've been through it all and know that struggle personally. This is why I've dedicated my life to helping others just like you to make this world a better place, one mindset shift at a time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Plant Ahead podcast. As always, I'm super honored to be here and to connect with you guys. So we are about a couple weeks into the new year and very thankful. As we all know, a new year always gives us kind of that new fresh start, a new perspective of how we look and feel about things. And there's always just something so welcoming about it because it just feels like a new opportunity. And to really look at that. And for me, I want to be fully transparent. I actually want to share this with you guys because I want to let you know that I am human and I struggle just like everybody else. And I really want to share how hard things have been for me. So about I think in episode 10, I shared an episode really going in depth about my struggles as a mom and kind of, you know, the season that I'm going through with my son and some of the stuff that he's going through. And it's been very hard on me. But with my son, we did a, let's say long story short here. So for my son, we decided to do a lot of changes for him at once. And I really didn't think much of it. But we really changed his diet and when we decided to go very strict, like gluten-free and dairy-free, and then we transitioned him out of the crib because he finally decided he wanted to crawl out and among a few other things that we kind of started and we took away naps. So there was a lot that we kind of did within a week span that I feel really stressed him out. And because of that, he started acting kind of aloof and weird and stressed and just strange. And it was really concerning me where I just went down a rabbit hole where I thought there was something wrong with my son and I was freaking out. And it just made me get so lost in my head that I wasn't being present. And, you know, one of my number one things about what I do and what I help people with is really helping them get out of their heads and into their lives and into their bodies and really fully experience what life is about. And for me, it was almost hard to accept and realize that I was getting lost in my head. And I have to remind myself, give myself grace and compassion because I'm human just like everybody else. And that I've been through a lot in my life. I've been through a lot of trauma. I was actually diagnosed, I think, right around when I was sick with severe ADHD. And I mean, I was on Adderall and Ritalin for about 20 years of my life. And beyond that, I also have anxiety and depression. So it's something that I've pretty much always battled and it always kind of will battle because it's something that's in, in my DNA and it's there. And I can use all my lifestyle factors to help, you know, keep that at bay, but it's something that is there. And I have to remind myself, I have to really take care of myself mentally, physically, and spiritually to really not let that kind of stuff surface. But for me, 
the holidays are always a triggering time because growing up, holidays were not the best for me. So when they do kind of come up, there's this automatic trigger and flood in my body of emotion. So that kind of already threw me off a little bit. And then watching my son start to kind of struggle and have a hard time navigating through things was just so hard on me. It sent me spiraling out and it sent me spiraling out in terms of researching and looking things up and trying to be the best that I could, but there was just so much information that was coming in. And I talk about this and I talked about in past episodes about the mindset work and, you know, being more mindful, but I was so lost in my head. My mind was so full of all the things that I didn't even realize that I was lost. So it was very hard on me to wrap my head around all of it. So instead, I just kept getting more and more disconnected with my body and more and more lost in my head. So it's that repetitive pattern that we can go through as humans to really get lost and we don't even realize that we have. So for me, when anxiety or depression and overwhelm and stress come up, it's it's familiar to me. As weird as that sounds, it's something that my body knows. So if I start to go through a season of it a little bit, my body can really gravitate towards that and really hang on to it because it's what it knows. And that's what's in my DNA. So I really have to do a lot of different moving pieces to keep myself even keel and happy and leveled. So when I'm not doing you know, my work, I'm not meditating every morning or I'm not walking the dogs, it's like, yes, I do those things. But when I skip them. It just throws me off. And, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I can't do this today or I can't do that. And you kind of fall out of your routines, which we all do, especially during the holidays and everything kind of going on. So, you know, it's about not beating yourself up, which I mean, as I said, I'm a human just like everybody else. So, you know, sometimes I don't get to do the things that I want. And, you know, the biggest thing for me is really not allowing myself to fall off for too long or too hard. And I've always been pretty good about reeling myself back in. But, you know, sometimes I'll be off for a week or two or sometimes a month. And this past month, pretty much after Thanksgiving up into the new year, I was really struggling. I was completely lost. And I mean, I had mental breakdown after mental breakdown. I would like cry myself to sleep. And I felt really into that, you know, that mindset spectrum that I talk about. I really fell into extreme victim mode and why me and life so hard. And I mean, there were moments where I was like, I don't want to be alive. Like things were just so hard. And like my husband, dear Lord, was just like crying out to me. He's like, Melanie, where did you go? And now when I really take that step back from everything, I realized I was causing a lot of the stuff my son was going through and a lot of the stress he was picking up for me energetically. And since I've shifted and really stepped out of that, those behaviors, my son's been amazing. And to really see that kind of bums me out. But at the same time, it really makes me realize energy is so real and that our children are so in tune with how we're feeling. So if you're stressed and overwhelmed and anxious or depressed, your kids are going to feel that way. And you're wondering why they're acting out when you're having such a hard time and things don't make sense. But then when you really take that step back to be the observer looking in, you really see for everything for what it is and its face value. So it's about recognizing these behaviors. And, you know, for me, I've always been a super go-getter. And when I think back on it now, let's let's take us back about six years ago when I was planning our wedding. So my husband and I got engaged, I think, 
in the winter, and then we had our wedding in the fall, and I wanted to get married that year. So, I mean, I went gung-ho. I planned two crazy huge weddings in six months by myself. And for me, when I put my mind to something, I put my head down and I go and I go hard. And I planned a destination wedding in Riviera Mile with family at this beautiful resort and did all these things at this luxurious wedding on the beach. It was like my dream that I wanted. And it was just so dreamy. And then like two days after we got back, I planned this huge wedding at this Masonic temple and I got all the catering and the food. I didn't have a wedding party, no, nothing. I did it all by myself and I burnt myself into the ground. Yes, it was beautiful and breathtaking. I wouldn't change anything, but there wasn't that balance. There wasn't that, the harmony where, you know, there's that going, that, that, push side of you where you got to get things done. You got to go, 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 go. And then there should be that divine relaxing side where you integrate information, you chill out, you, you know, you charge your batteries and you take care of you. And that whole department didn't exist for me. Like when I planned my wedding and when I think about that and I step back, that's what I do with a lot of things. It's just my go-to. It's a pattern. It's a thing that I'm familiar with and my body knows. So it kind of can fall back into those patterns. And that's what happens with us is, you know, sometimes you'll work really hard to not do something and then you stop or let's say we'll throw it in with a diet. You're working really hard. You're eating super well. And then, you know, you get sick and then all of a sudden everything falls off the rocker and then you can't get back to eating healthier and doing the things that you wanted or exercise, whatever it is. So then you tend to notice that you're getting stressed out and you're like, why is this happening? It's okay to have a rough patch. It's just about really recognizing the behavior and gaining the awareness around it and accepting it. You you have to gain the awareness first to be like, huh, I'm kind of acting like a butthole or I am not being myself, whatever it is, or I'm not taking care of my body the right way that I should, or I'm not exercising or eating or whatever it is, fill in the blank, or I'm not doing what... What makes me happy, I'm not painting or, you know, I'm not reading, whatever it is. You recognize that behavior and you start seeing it. Like what I'm doing right now isn't making me feel my best. I'm starting to fall out of alignment with myself. And then once you kind of recognize that, you really take that step back to really look at it reflect, journal, because a lot of times when you get so lost in your head and so much is going on and, you know, you're doing all the things, you tend to not relax. You tend to not take a break. You just go, 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 go. And this happened to me at the beginning of COVID when I first started, and I've shared this in other episodes, is that I was like, oh, cool, free time. I'm going to take advantage of this time and I'm going to do all the things. And I just went so deep into that because I just thought it would be the best. I want to take advantage of all this. I wasn't being present with my son or my husband or myself. I wasn't even showering all the time because I was just like, I got to go. And yeah, that's cool. And I was trying to bring in information and do like really cool things, taking classes. But at the same time, I wasn't integrating the information because it was information overload. It was just too much. And that's the exact pattern that I fell into recently. I was really trying to research and look at studies and figure out what was going on with my son, talk to different practitioners, get tests set up and all these things. And I'm like, okay, mom, take a minute. So when I finally was able to step back and gave the awareness around my behavior, I was like, whoa, because you don't get that chance to step back to see how you're acting. Like there's just not enough space to do it because your brain's so full. And that when I finally gave myself permission to take a step back, 
as I always say, be the observer looking in at myself, I really started putting pieces together and realizing why my son was off. Oh, it's because of this. And then this was happening. And then this happened and this happened. And I was like, holy crap. But because of everything, it made me start keeping a journal of everything going on with my son that it really helped me in the long run, but we'll get there. So after I really gained the awareness around everything that was going on, the next step is really to accept it. And to accept it was really hard. Like it was a slap in the face for me to realize I wasn't being the best version of myself. I wasn't being the mom that my son needed or the wife that my husband needed. Yeah, I might be cooking and I might be cleaning and taking care of my son per se, but the emotional needs that they needed from me, I wasn't there. And I was not there for myself. There are some very important things. I call them frequency elevators that I do for myself. So when I start feeling a little bit off or I'm not taking care of myself for like a week, I'll like tap into my frequency elevators and be like, okay, let's go for a walk in nature and let's, you know, have a little spa day or something like that. Cause those are the things like even something small, like painting my nails make me feel great. So I wasn't doing those things that normally really light me up and make me feel good that charge my batteries and ground me in. So I really saw that I wasn't doing those behaviors that make me feel good. And I had to really accept that I wasn't doing those things. And then it just, it made me really sad, a lot of feelings. And that's when the processing came and I had to process a lot of information is that it made me realize I I started to, my God, I could go with a laundry list of feelings that came up, but I actually had to step back and gain the awareness around it. So I could accept that all these feelings were flooding in because I was kind of pushing all my feelings to the side because I didn't have much space to process everything that was going on. So I had to say, okay, I felt really sad. I felt really frustrated. I was just, whew, I could go on all day. But all the, those feelings that came up made me really take that step back even further to be like, wow look at everything that I learned from this. Cause we all know we get into those moments in life where we're like, why is this happening to me? I don't understand. This isn't fair. And they're like, you know, why, why universe? Why? And we ask those questions. And I mean, over the last month I did that so much and, you know, but I kept telling myself, and this is the funny part. I'm like, I know everything happens for a reason, everything in its right place and all. And I truly believe that. But at the same time, my higher self and who I am believes it, but my struggled pain body brain can, when it gets triggered with some stuff, can really present some old patterns that no longer serve me, can come surface. I mean, those parts of my identity were once a big part of who I was, and they're still tucked in there, and they still are always waiting to crawl out and be like a zombie and be like, blah, here I am to get you. And I'm like, I don't want this anymore. So sometimes it can get the best of me, and those demons inside can really come out. And I, I see all of that now that, oh, this old pattern is kind of coming up to surface. It's there, and this isn't serving me anymore, and I have to kind of push it back. So really recognizing and seeing everything and knowing that I have to let it go, it it can be really hard. But releasing it and moving through and processing all the information is so important to really step into that next level of yourself. 
Because when you do all that, you start to learn the beautiful lessons in everything because we can get so wrapped up in our head and our stories and our problems and woe is me that we don't actually see that we are getting presented with gifts and lessons all the time, every single day. And when I finally cleared my head out enough, and this was over, it took me about a week to really move through all this stuff. So that's how, you know, we want to race to the finish line and we want to feel better. And I want a quick fix because we live in the, the world of technology and quick fixes. This stuff takes time. So it took me a good solid week to really process how I felt, really understand the emotions that came up and why they were coming up and really figuring out, oh, wow, once I pinpointed everything going on with my son, it started to release the anxiety. It started to release the fear and all the stuff that came up for me. And I was like, wow, this, this is fucking stupid. Like really, I was like, I feel so dumb as I started moving through all the emotions where I started feeling lighter. Dumb felt a lot better than angry, you know? So I was like, all right, well, this is, this is what happened. And I learned, oh yeah, you can't change 10 things in your kid at once. It's a little bit overwhelming for a three-year-old. And sometimes it's easy to forget that he's three and not 15, you know, and he's just a little guy. He's learning to navigate through the world through the lens of his experiences because that's all he knows. So, you know, if he's having fun and doing his thing, you know, it might seem odd or strange to me about something, but then it's like, no, wait, he's melting down because he's a toddler. He's three. Oh, he doesn't want to sleep in his bed. Oh, yeah, he's three. Of course, you just took away his crib and now he's in a bed and that's going to be scary. And I see all of it now. All the the behaviors all kind of have a reason. They all fell into the place of everything. And I I just... It's, it's funny. It's funny now. Now I'm laughing about it. Hence why I'm here recording this and sharing this with you guys is because we do this all the time as humans. It just depends on how some of us can live in anxiety and depression our whole lives and not even be able to recognize and admit here I am in this place that doesn't serve me, but yet it feels so comfortable and familiar that it's hard to let it go. And when you feel like you're stuck in that place and things are so hard and you feel like you can't get out and there's just nowhere else to go and you're just stuck, I really want to challenge you guys to be that observer looking in and really take a step back from yourself and ask what, what's really going on and to be able to do that. So that's the next question is like, okay, Melanie, cool, but how the hell do I do that is just journal. It sounds so goofy and so lame, but it is simple and it's free. Literally, if you're feeling really stressed out, overwhelmed, or anxious, or depressed, get a journal out, a piece of paper from your printer or whatever, or the back of a bill that doesn't matter, and just set a timer for five minutes and just bring dump everything that comes to you, everything, and just let it all go. Get it off your chest, and you'll see how freeing it is. And then you'll start to read it and you'll kind of question yourself. And you know what's cool about that? You don't have to share it with anybody if you don't want to. That's for you and for you only. And that's what's magic. And if you feel like it, burn it when you're done. You don't have to keep it. Nobody needs to read it. Nobody needs to know. You got it out and that's what's most important. And if you feel like that's powerful, bring them some more. Do it for a half hour. Do it for five minutes every day. Do it at the end of the day. 
And then as you continue to do this and create a new habit and behavior that's really aligned with where you want to go to keep yourself feeling really good, it's, it really helps. So that's just a simple, easy, free tool that you can use to really evaluate what's going on. And another way to do it is just kind of get yourself in a meditative state, whether, you know, you do meditate or if you don't, you know, take some deep breaths, you know, take a breath in for the count of, you know, three or four, hold it for three or four, release it for three or four seconds and just do, you know, five, five sets of that. And you'll instantly feel your body start to calm down and you'll just start feeling better and you'll get more grounded. And when you're more grounded, you can really connect in with yourself is what tends to happen is when we're anxious and depressed, we're so lost in our heads that we're not enjoying the, the finer beauty in life. Like for me, I would see my son acting super off or different or whiny or tantrumy or stimmy. And I was like, oh God, he's so screwed. And oh, ah, like, crying and freaking out about it. And, and instead of being like, oh, I'm going to miss this one day when he's like being a complete goofball. And that's, that's the difference between the two is that we don't, that silly old saying, stop to smell the roses. Like we don't stop to smell the roses and just appreciate the beauty and finer things in life. And that's when you know you're getting lost. And I mean, living in the age of technology, there's just so much going on and our heads are just spinning with all the stuff that we don't have the space to process. So journaling is a great way to give yourself some, some, a way to process information and really integrate what's going on. Another one is, they said, doing that breath work and sitting down and being in with your body and connecting in and grounding and just stepping back and asking yourself, when did this start? What triggered this? And really ask yourself and kind of you know, reel it back, rewind, rewind the scene, rewind your life and ask yourself. And as you start to pinpoint things, you're going to start to notice the dots are connecting. You're like, whoa, this led to this. And then this led to this. And then, then, and so on and so on and so on. And then you see the domino effect that happened. Then you're like, holy crap, I got upset over that. Really? And just having yourself really see this is what's happened. So really kind of just rewinding this back is you really got to see and accept, hey, I have a problem. When you say, I don't have a problem, that probably means you, you have a problem and you're struggling with something. Somebody calls you out, you're like, hey, you're being a jerk. You're like, I'm fine. It's like, no, you probably are being a jerk and there probably is something going on, but you're human and that's okay that something's going on. Ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Like, what's really going on within me? And then you take that step back. So then there's your awareness and then you, and then take that step back. You really start to look at it and you're like, oh crap, it was because of this. And then you really start to accept that. And you're like, you know, that wasn't the best. And then you process and you just move right through it. And that's what it's all about is just accepting it. And just, here's my awareness. Here's my acceptance. And now I'm going to move through it and process this information. And that's kind of what we do. And sometimes we can get stuck and not even be able to start. And that's where the wind just the wheel keeps spinning and spinning and spinning, just like a hamster wheel. And you're going and going and going and going and going. And your brain just wild, like going and going and going. And you're like, I just need a break. I just need to slow down. And that's yourself saying, I, I do need a break. I do need to slow down. Taking those deep breaths and really moving through that. And you know what? Even if it was a year of your life or your whole life, that is okay. You're human. Today could be the first day of the rest of your life. If you really feel that in you and you want to be free, 
start that. It's not like everything's going to, if you've been dealing with this for a year straight and it's been really hard on you, it's not like you can wave a magic wand and feel perfect the next day and be empowered and ready to go. It doesn't work like that. I wish it could, but there's, you know, you've got to process the information. You got to really recognize and see what's going on in your life. And the more you step back and really process, the more you're going to see the lessons that you've learned and the, the patterns that fell into place and how everything falls in the way it does. And it's, it's, it's really crazy to be a human. It really is, especially with what we went through last year. And there, there's a lot to heal from. There's a lot to see and recognize, but you have all the time in the world they're slow and steady, wins the race. This is your journey in your, your life. And as much as I was bummed for me personally that I was so disconnected with myself, I also see all the things that I learned from it and what, how good it makes me feel to be in alignment with myself and all the things that happen when I'm not. And then I see how unhappy I was I'm like, ooh, I don't want to go back there. That's not me. And I know that wasn't me. That was the biggest thing I would cry about. I'm like, this isn't me. I just don't understand. And it wasn't. And you know what? I see that now. And now I have even more of a beautiful opportunity to really recognize when I do start to spiral out a little to really reel myself back in. But I'm going to give myself grace that I might be out for a day or two or a week or a month or three months. We are human. We are real. We struggle and we go through seasons and hard times. The magic in all of it is that we give ourselves permission to step back and say, what did I learn from this? How can I be better next time? And really step into that new version of yourself because every struggle comes with a triumph if we allow ourselves to see that and we become stronger. Every time things are hard, we get so much stronger and so much more empowered. We just got to give ourselves permission to step into that and fully embody our new self. And we will truly be at a place that makes us feel good and that we deserve. So to kind of wrap this all together is that you are all unique and beautiful and amazing just the way you are. And if you feel that you're going through a hard season right now, really reflect on that. Really ask yourself some questions. Journal on it and say, what's really going on with me? When did this start? How did I start to feel this way? And as you start to connect the dots, you're going to realize, ooh, that was kind of a weird thing. And give yourself permission to gain that awareness, accept it, and just process the information and move through. And you're going to feel better. And then as you start to move through, all the lessons are going to come pouring in. And you're like, this feels so good. I feel so much better and I feel empowered. So do that for yourself. Give yourself permission to step into the best version of yourself today. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you love what you heard, please leave me a review and share this episode with someone you feel may benefit. For more inspiration, join the conversation with me on Instagram at planahead.co. There you will find a link in my bio to my free mindful and meal prep guide that'll kickstart your wellness journey today. Until next time, remember, even through your hardest days, we are all made of stardust.